Hey everyone, this is Will in the editing booth, and you may have noticed we jumped ahead six episodes. We didn't forget, we recorded that episode, and when I came to edit, there were so many issues with our capture software that the audio was both unsalvageable, and we lost John for a functional portion of it, and the program did not warn us. So we're going to re-record that, but I still wanted to get content out this week, so here's the episode. You're about to listen to a podcast full of wonder, excitement, and discovery. It's time for an adventure through Odyssey. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Adventures Through Odyssey podcast, Odyssey Revisited. I'm Will here with John for our first episode episode, episode about new old episodes in a while that we've recorded. Uh, so anyway, we're going to start off with Isaac the Benevolent. Isaac Morton tries to put the commandment, do unto others, into action and ends up causing far more harm than good. Okay. So this is obviously a remake of a Harley episode, and they basically play a beat for beat. It does yeah. sort of seem weird to me that they so we suddenly write in Lucy having this weird crush on Isaac that she never demonstrates at any other time. Yeah, it's a it's a little weird. It's also weird this is a lost episode. <laughs> yes, I do agree. Like it's a remake of an episode that like already is lost, and then they're like, eh, "It's not even worth putting in an album. Just make it a lost episode." You're just like, "What?" Yeah, that, that's the thing. I don't know. I don't know if it's just we never got it out or what, but it is weird, especially because it's a Harley remake. Yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> it's fine. Um, I just feel like it's right. It's very similar to the Harley episode. I always think the television thing's weird. I mean, it's interesting with inside that he became a television junkie. Yes. It's like, it's, it is interesting. Like, I mean, I've thought of stuff like that. Like I wish I could, computers are harder because you kind of need computer for modern day societies. Like I wish sometimes I could just get rid of my computer because I'll get on the internet too much. Yes. Um, but I know it's like it's fu- it's a fine enough episode. It does it well, but I just don't have a lot to say about it from what outside of what I've already said about the what. Watch me go back. We go. Someone listens to the Hartley episodes to hear my feedback, and I'm like, well, I'm sure I'll talk about it more during the actual episode, Isaac the Benevolent. Yeah, I know. But again, because some of the Harley episodes they remake and redo the tone of, which we'll get to later in this episode, some are just shot-for-shot remakes with different characters, and this is one of those. Yeah. So, Oh, wait. This whole episode might be Harley remakes? Whoops. <laughs> Whoops. All Harley remakes. I know what I'm titling the episode now. <laughs> All right. Uh, but, this might be a short episode, everyone. Oh, good. I can get back to my skydiving I mean, lesson. Let me say this. It's weird it's called The Benevolent because it's yes. about the golden rule, and that's kind of in the golden rule, but you could just call like the episode Isaac and the Golden Rule. Well, they want to have Isaac the dot dot dot. Yeah. It's still kind of... like I feel like they could have... Had a better title. Yes. This is also, I believe... Is this the Eugene episode with the... No, this is a different episode. Never mind. Uh, I think the Mud episode's the next one. I think you're right. Uh, But yes, I do appreciate that Wiki points out Lucy's crush is never mentioned again because Isaac doesn't come back in that Album 50 episode. 
Yeah. What Which would have been interesting. So- they talk to Eugene about like the Bible, which is interesting because Eugene at this point very much isn't a Christian and very much doesn't have that connection. And I guess he tries to logic it out, but it's a little weird. I like that they try, but yeah, I feel like a year or two later, they would have had a better grip on how to do that. I agree. All right. The Trouble with Girls. On Valentine's Day, Jimmy Barkley gets a note in his mailbox addressed to him from Jesse Morales. She thinks he's the cutest boy in the whole school. Unfortunately for her, Jimmy wants to get rid of her. Okay, so at least this makes some sense because Jesse's painted as Donna's friend, so she would have been around Jimmy a lot. And, you know, obviously Jesse is a pubescent teenager at this point. Yeah. What is so funny? I'm trying to remember if this is the mud episode. It is the mud episode. Okay, okay. Because this, this is, is one this of my episode... favorite Odyssey lines. Maybe not my favorite, yeah. but it's a very memorable one. Right. Because this episode is the only indication that Eugene had failed romance at a young age, probably because Eugene was not the original character in the plot. However, they brought back the mud thing in later episodes as a running gag. Yeah. It is also the last time Jimmy and Kurt would interact until the triangled web where they come back to fight for Lucy's affection. Which is funny. Yeah. That kind of stuff's always, like, it's like, yeah. it, it's like, oh, episode 117, it's like, but they're back together in, like, episode, like, 630 or something. Yeah. yeah, what's also notable is in the original episode, Bobby's Valentine, Bobby is voiced by Jimmy Barkley's voice actor, and Harley is Will Ryan. That's what makes this even weirder. Yeah. Because if you go listen to the normal episode, it's like a slightly younger sounding Jimmy. And then, well, obviously, Harley didn't sound like Eugene at all. But mm-hmm. it's it's such a it is a weird time where they're like, let's remake all these episodes. But then at the same time, it's just like, did you need to? Especially because so many rounded up in like the lost episodes. Yes. I, I don't know what that was. Maybe it was because they didn't want to confuse people or they needed to fill the lost episodes out. So they just put in some random stuff. Uh, continuing on, something I would also like to say, uh, this is a goof and I love how the wiki tries to fill the continuity hole. In this episode, Kurt mentions that his mom packed his lunch. However, in Home is Where the Hurt is, Kurt says his mom left them when he was little. However, it is widely known that Kurt is not exactly very honest. So it would not be surprising for him to lie about that kind of thing. Honestly? That that's pretty solid logic. It is pretty solid logic. It would like be sad. It adds a layer of sadness though. If he was lying, he always kept lying about his mom making the lunch and it's not just a continuity error. I I do agree and I know they probably didn't write the episode that way. I just find it interesting. Yeah. But again, I always this is not the TV episode. I'm thinking of the last one again already. But <laughs> I guess the other thing I would say is Jesse falls for Eugene at the end of the episode. I can get the other girl falling for Harley in the other one, but Eugene in, at this time was like painted as kind of a dork. Yeah. But. Yes. I mean, you know, we all had girls. As a dork for a long time. <laughs> right. I'm saying like the original images of Eugene are super dorky. This was before we got like bowl haircut Eugene that I could at least understand why girls might be attracted to him in a weird way. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to get emails about this. 
Yeah, let's let's keep going. All right. What happened to the Silver Streak? Young Tracy Needlemeyer's model train car disappears, and Kurt points a suspicious finger at Michelle Terry, a girl with a reputation for taking things that don't belong to her. So I'm going to say this. Aside from the two-part episodes that they shorten to one, out of all the Harley episodes, this is the one I feel gets totally changed the most. Yeah, it feels better, even. Right. I, I do like, agree. I like, feel like... I feel like this episode makes sense, made sense for them to remake because there was stuff they were thinking, let's make this better. And it does have a good like kind of punch at the end. Yes. I think the only thing they changed from the Harley episode that doesn't quite work is we find out Michelle's guilty in this episode when she says, oh, good thing the wheels fell on the ground, huh? Whereas in the original episode, it's she mentions the wheels not knowing they found them. Whereas I would kind of assume wheels fell on the, the wheels fell on the ground if they, you know found them after the dump truck came by well especially like oh found them on the ground or like which like <gasps> like it opens up it's like it could have also been the ground of the dumpster because isn't she like oh i could have found them anywhere right it, it's just a much worse smoking gun because that's an easy I, to me that's such an easy assumption for someone to make right like she could have said well i thought like just the ground like right the ground's such a normal thing <laughs> Yeah. I Now, the one thing about remaking this episode with a kid in the Harley role is, at least in the Harley episode, Harley is semi-being responsible. In this episode, Wit lets Kurt take it a little too far. Even though Wit turns out to be wrong. Like, like... <sighs> Harley makes a little more sense to, like, oh, he's a police officer, but he's also kind of, like, having some seriousness. He's an adult. Kurt is just, like, Kurt's known for being a kind of crazy kid. Yeah. So again, Wit does turn out to be wrong that, you know, Tracy isn't really reformed. So. Yeah. Although, is this but, one of the first episodes where Kurt really is crazy? Uh, no, because we already had the newspaper episode. I think this is the first episode where we see Kurt is very reckless all the time. That's fair. Because he watches reruns of Prairie Mason. So. <laughs> right. No, I do agree with you. I, I think the message lands a little better i think it works a little better at the end i just think a couple of the small rewrites also don't do the episode any favors mm -hmm. it's one of the odyssey episodes that leaves like a really big hanging thread like where connie yes. like shrugs off like oh like i think michelle knew like some people just don't want to be helped and then wits like well i can still pray about it and it's right. like it's a heavy message for like a, a kid show yeah Right. I will also say that speech from Connie was clearly just the original one from a pre-Christian Connie. It is a little strange they didn't, like, say something about that. Um, well, wasn't I thought it was Tom in the old episode. Mate, Tom was the guy housing her. I don't know if Tom came to the... I better double check. But anyway... Yeah, uh, double check. Now, what are the chances that the show brings back Tracy Needlemeyer... And she's now a Christian. <laughs> Look, Odyssey loves bringing back small, obscure characters, so it wouldn't surprise, surprise me. But that would be the most obscure character. The most obscure character? That they would have brought back. Okay, yes. I do agree. So I'm double-checking the episode. I guess Yeah, it's Connie in the original. Okay. For some reason, I thought it was Tom. I guess in fairness, she's technically been in two, 
because they redid they did this episode twice and Jeff Lewis was only in one episode, but I would still say Jeff Lewis was more memorable of a character. Right, because that's an episode everybody remembers. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Better late than never. Robin Jacobs has developed a habit of being fashionably late, but gets a taste of what life would be like if her tardiness turned into an epidemic. So basically, they just com- made this whole stock from the Harley episode. They just replaced Harley. They just took Harley out of the scene. Which is so weird because I feel like they could have just like edited Harley out in future releases of that original episode. Yes. My, my my assumption is they wanted to have a when they started remaking the episode they decided let's have an actual character from Odyssey be the character. Right, it's almost like they were like, oh, to bring these characters back. Or like to not bring them back, but to establish them now that we have a cast of kids and we're like editing Harley out of these episodes anyway, we may have it be our kids that we're actually like continuing to use. Yes. I, I would agree. So I think this is a fine episode. It it reeks of early Odyssey in that it's a very well-defined first, second, third act. It's a lot of dialogue. The dream sequence takes up a lot of time. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of fun. Like, I, I think we mentioned this before, but the Twilight Zone, which I feel yes. like was kind of an underused concept because I'm looking at it now on the wiki and it's like they bring it back like 150 episodes later then 70 or like 60 episodes later then bring it like another like 90 episodes later and then like another 100 like it's like they do it like every like and i don't think you need to have it all the time but like i do think they could have used it a little more because it's a fun enough concept but i wonder if it actually creeped kids out i do wonder and i also think because they wanted to stick with the twilight zone supernaturalness they probably decided you know let's only do this if we have a really good story for it that's fair so Yes. Oh, like uh, really, really good stories. <laughs> I think like the drug chicken, the drug chicken, the robot he like falls in love with. Yeah, not that they're no, bad; those right. are actually memorable episodes. But you're talking like, oh, it's like the highest level of prestige. I mean, they're such weird episodes that you remember them. But yeah, that that's kind of what I mean. That some of their weirder concepts. All right. Anything else about this episode other than, you know, it's a little questionable that Dale Jacobs. Well, wait, he, he just, the car doesn't start. I was like, why doesn't he get out of bed for his daughter? But <laughs> I know it's but, like, what? Like, or here's what's weird. The parents know that she has these things and the parents are just like, oh, we're not going to wake up for you. It's like, you're not going to wake, help wake up your daughter. Right. And that's another thing. I know this is a kid show and we can kind of get around this. If I'm an adult running a thing for kids who can't drive, I'm not going to hold their lateness to them. Yeah, like, it, it is a little bit of the parent's responsibility. I guess the idea is, like, she could have biked. It's still weird, Right. Though. Yes. And again, still my favorite audio timing moment in Odyssey when she gets there and says, let's play volleyball and the crowd erupts as if they have some <laughs> investment. <laughs> I I also remember that. That's such a funny joke to me. It's like, let's yeah. play volleyball. Yeah! Now, it could just be odd timing, but yes. So, all right. Pranks for the memories. Kurt Stevens tries a few pranks at wit's end and later tries one too many pranks as he suspects revenge. 
Also, from what I remember of the Harley version, I do think this is a better version. Like, a significantly better version. I think they're all better versions because they are like can work on them i do think this one is significant like i remember it being like much better right so the original gotcha got you know put into that bible room episode so this is probably the most delineated remake in terms of how the story goes so yeah whereas what happened in silver streak is the same theme but they do a better job with the tone yeah It's good. I mean, I, I think the thing at the bar, the barn is memorable of how they kind of, like, switch it up on them. Like, that it's his yes. birthday and he kind of, like, tricks himself. I do agree. That's a very solid concept. Yeah. I think this might, this is not, this might be the first appearance of Orion, but also, uh, this is kind of fun. In this episode, listeners were given the opportunity to submit a punchline for Officer Orion's joke. Many punchlines were sent, most of them having something to do with the length, lake being frozen. The real punchline is, yeah, your dog can't swim. <laughs> so I do appreciate this. They had a real punchline ready to go. They didn't, like, let's have the fans make one up and we'll pick our favorite. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. But yeah, a good... I think... Right, this is, a, again, another good Kurt episode. I think it's a good lesson about pranking, even though... And again, I know Kurt's a kid, but I don't know. I just would not believe the adults in my life would be planning something this intense. Yeah, it's a little much. Yeah. <laughs> Although, I like it. I mean, I've I've liked most of these episodes. It's just we've talked about them to some extent beforehand. Right. But also just like... <sighs> It's like sometimes I'm like, oh, like, would it be better to like talk about these episodes longer because we talk about the new episodes longer? But the new episodes are more interesting things because we can postulate about what's going to happen. Yes. All right. Um, and that's probably more stuff that people are invested in. But yeah, I mean, it's it's a pretty linear structure. He's pranking people, and then like he gets he, pr he pranks himself. It's good, but it's pretty simple. Yes. All right, last episode. I, wait, missing. Uh, wait, I'm sorry. Let me just say this. It does feel weird that he basically gets like tarred and feathered. Yes, that's a, that's a questionable ending. But a lot of kids shows like, do that, where like the the really questionable prank gets pulled on the prankster. And like, if I were an adult, I'd pull the plug on that. So I don't think they would do that nowadays. I think there's such weird like connotations with like how that worked in reality. Yes. And, like, how bad of a thing that was that I I kind of, I don't think they would pull it today. But, you know, back then. I don't I'd... disagree. Yeah. All right. So, last episode, missing person. Various Odyssey residents search for Rodney Rathbone after he disappears. I think this episode's way better with Rodney in it. Yes. This still felt like at the time, I mean, they, I, for a long time, I think they were like, oh, let's do interesting stuff with Rodney. As yes. a bully. Even like during like the Darkness Before Dawn arc, there was interesting stuff. And then if it like after Darkness Before Dawn, they're just like, bah, he's a bully. Except then they have the whole uh, right. Mandy thing. I don't know. Yeah, well, Rodney was one of the few kid characters to come back after that hiatus, so. Yeah. I mean, they never had him join ballet or collect butterflies or become a weatherman. Yeah, let's be fair. Didn't have the same character arc as Binky from Arthur. Yes. 
That is true. So, I do think I, Rodney is a more complex character. I think what's disappointing is Rodney's complexity at about album... What, what album was Darkness Before Dawn? 25. I feel like post-album 30, maybe. It just, he really just devolves. I do kind of agree. He became the generic bully character, and I think that's why they kind of swapped him out for Vance and Jay. And now, you know, we've got a great character in Jay, and I'm glad they dumped Vance. But I think Jay is Rodney functioning at his full potential. Yeah, I agree. Now, that could be the voice actor really selling it, too, but... Yeah. Right, so I I would say this. You know, the original was a two-parter. I think it works better as a one-part episode just because the two-parter is a lot of meandering, but it is also supposed to be Harley's last hurrah to an extent. So. Yeah. But it... So, yeah, I guess... Because, yeah, the Harley episode's good, but it, it makes it more interesting that it's... Rodney, like, from a character standpoint. Right. Um, now, you say they wanted all the Isaac episodes to have Isaac in the name, but Isaac's in this episode as the main character. Well, and I don't hear Isaac the savior, Isaac the finder. The episode's about Isaac learning. Like, Isaac doesn't learn anything in this episode. Yeah. Isaac's just kind of an incidental, so I know what you're saying, but I'm going to get called out on that next time there's an Isaac episode he's not the title of. But again, I think a good remake, I think, I don't know why they decided to do six Harley remakes in a row. Yeah, it is funny, though. The thing that doesn't work post-fat, I I think they were probably like, oh, let's remake the episodes. And that's just kind of went that way. Also, because this would have been about a year into the show, and if they were syndicating episodes, it's possible, oh, we're getting back to these episodes in the loop, let's put out non-Harley versions. Now, well, what we have to do is once we get out of these, the, the first 15 albums where the episode numbers are a little questionable, we gotta, like, maybe do an episode with, like, six episodes, or, or like, seven episodes or something, so we can get, like, on the album track. I know, I know. Once we get, yeah, once everything gets normaled out, we'll do that. But speaking of the next episode, a big one's up next. It is the one when we did the original show that was probably the most controversial episode we did. Castles and Cauldrons. Yes, because that was the only time in my life I've been told to go touch grass. So. What? One of the comments on the original YouTube video was like, go touch grass or throw a football around or something. Because we, I wouldn't say we were pro Dungeons and Dragons. We were anti how mean this episode was, implying everyone who played Dungeons and Dragons was demonic. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. Uh, we can't get into that right now. We that I, I was going to start talking about it now, um, but we'll actually we'll go into it next week. I know. We'll lose all our subscribers when I say this, but, you know, John's in a D&D campaign. Can you have them listen to this episode? <laughs> no. I mean, one, I'm not even... It's not even, like... We'll talk about it next week. Okay. Yeah. You, uh, we'll, 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 we're already talking more about this really quick before we end with Missing Person. Yes. The one thing I wanted to say is the one thing that doesn't work, and it's probably because they hadn't established what the dad was going to be like. But Bart Rathbone is the dad. And it's like, Rodney, I really want you to be at softball. <laughs> well, that's true. But then in like the 
soccer episode later on, he's into sports. Like, his sports thing is mentioned, but I agree. Like, his love for kids' sports kind of drops off. Yeah. I just but, think they but, were probably like, let's remake these, or, like, we can... Maybe right. there was even, like, some writing issue where, like, they couldn't right. write as many episodes or, like, someone was out on, like, yeah. paternity leave or something. I don't know. Yeah. But I was going to say, although I don't think I turned Bart into a neglectful father, I do think you're right. A year later, this would not have been a feasible plot for an episode. A year later, it would have been like, I don't want to work at the Electric Palace, Dad. You'll do as you're told. <laughs> well, that's a little different. Yeah, um, but... So... All right, that wraps it up for the Oops All Harley Remakes episode, which is 100% going to be the title for this. All right, I'm Will. I'm John. We'll see you next time.